had a question come in from one of our loyal listeners, and I thought I would take the opportunity today to answer it on today's broadcast. The question is, Lisa, how long will it take to finally not feel the pain of the infidelity, his betrayal? How long does this pain actually last? It's been about five months since D-Day, and I find myself some days spiraling out of control. I'm still dealing with triggers, intrusive thoughts, and some days I just don't want to get out of bed. Will the pain last forever? Can you please give me a little bit of hope? Well, beautiful, I'm going to answer that question for you today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. But before I do, I want to share with you a holiday special that I have running through December 31st just for you. And it's 90% off. Grab it while you can. Hey beautiful, do you wish there was a way to begin healing from the devastation of his betrayal? Find out what is really happening to you. Discover who you should tell about the betrayal. Find out how to ask the questions that won't cause you more trauma and learn simple techniques to help you begin healing your mind, body, and soul. Listen, I know what it feels like to have the unimaginable happen, to have my world completely blown apart by discovering my husband had been having an affair with a younger woman for two years, battling the thoughts, images, insecurities, lacking trust and confidence, feeling so lost, alone, and confused. Imagine if you had a first steps guide that gave you daily action steps to help you release the trauma due to the betrayal while still gaining biblical insight and wisdom for your healing journey all while learning what betrayal trauma really is, why you need safe people to journey with, how to ask the right questions, and learn how to put a stop to his blame game once and for all. That's why I created Devastated to Determined, your first steps to heal from betrayal trauma. This is where I teach you what is actually happening to you. You'll learn how to stop the blame game once and for all, establish your safe circle so you can share your story and get the support you need. You'll know what questions you need to ask to get the healing you deserve and begin healing your mind, body, and spirit from the trauma due to betrayal. You'll be able to follow a simple training that will help you understand the trauma you're experiencing, give you proven techniques that can help you with the stress and overwhelm, and help you rise up determined to recover from the devastation of his betrayal. Beautiful, you'll walk away with hope, healing, and a biblical-based guide that helps you begin your healing and regain your life. So if you're ready for a simple first steps to recovery guide for the early weeks after discovery that'll help you move past the shock and denial so you can move forward into recovery, well then now's your time. I've created a new mini course called Devastated to Determined, how to begin healing from betrayal trauma. And since we are in the midst of the holidays, I have slashed the price 90% so you can have your lattes while you shop and still invest in your healing journey because beautiful, you're important. The link to purchase is below in the show notes or you can head to beautybeyondbetrayal.org Go to my resource page and click on the link Devastated to Determined so you can finally take control and begin healing from the pain, shame, and devastation of betrayal. 
Beautiful, I want you to know that the mini course Devastated to Determine has gotten rave reviews from those who have already purchased, downloaded, and started going through it. They are saying that it's an amazing first steps guide to that little bit of recovery work that you can dive into self-guided when you're first starting out or you're stuck right in the middle of it and it's really been helping quite a number of women so make sure to grab it while you can again it's 27 dollars. it's 97 percent off what a deal right so go ahead grab it while you can go to my website and treat yourself this christmas this is like your christmas gift to yourself so you can still continue to heal through the holidays now Thank you for the question that came in. I really want to jump into that and answer it for you today. You know, when we find out that we've been betrayed, it does rock your world. Like it blows everything out of whack. And what we knew our life to be is no more. And we wonder the pain that we're feeling presently that is so deep and so wounding and scarring, will it ever go away? Is it going to last forever? And that's a valid question, beautiful. I asked myself the same thing during those time periods. Well, I thought I would help you with that. What is it really like? What's a a recovery timeline like or an infidelity recovery timeline what does that actually look like that can give you some hope when you can kind of hear from others hear the statistics and know that yes there is light at the end of the tunnel yes the pain will go away now right now the research that is out there is showing that it takes an average of about two to five years to get over the pain of the infidelity and it seems impossible when you think about that you're like two to five years are you kidding me you mean i'm going to be just groveling in this stuff uh for the next five years really no that's not what that means actually it means that that is the average across the board. Now that takes into account many different scenarios, many different kinds of betrayal from sexual addiction to emotional uh, affairs, physical sexual affairs, different things, right? So they do an average on that. It's usually around 18 months to five years. Now that doesn't mean that you're stuck in the pain. It means that, that it is a process. It's not an overnight fix. And that's what I want you to hear because most of us, when we start this journey, the first thing is we feel like, I'm never going to get over it. I'm never going to heal from this. My heart is broken and I won't survive. I won't come out of this. I know that's how I felt. The pain was actually physically so great in my body, in my chest. It felt like my heart was going to explode. It felt like my heart was going to stop beating and that I would die from it. It felt like I wouldn't actually survive it. So it can be extremely real in that sense. And yes, recovery feels like that at times, but I want you to know there are action steps that you can take, such as therapy, coaching, things of that nature that can help facilitate your recovery, that can actually help you move through the healing process. It can save your marriage when you both have decided to work on it together. And again, let me kind of say, you have to decide as a couple to work together if you're going to save the marriage. And recognize that during the process, there are going to 
be a lot of ups and downs, whether it's your own individual recovery or whether it's reconciling the marriage. It's not going to be just straight uphill, beautiful. I wish I could say that, but it's not true. It's actually a winding circle. Sometimes it looks like a picture of chaos. It really, really does. But the truth is there's actually a general timeline for recovery. And I want to kind of break it down for you, give you the stages of what that kind of timeline looks like, and then give you a little snippet of the details to give you some hope, a light at the end of the tunnel to let you know, yes, recovery is possible. Yes, you don't have to have this pain inundating your life throughout all eternity. So with that said, let's talk about it. So stage one, when you first find out, is called discovery. Now, this timeline usually is between D-Day, which is ground zero, let's call it, to about six weeks after learning about the affair or the sexual addiction due to pornography use. It's that that's when you are in full-blown crisis mode, okay? So that's stage one discovery, zero to six weeks. Then there's stage two, and that's the reaction stage. Yes, that's when it about, you know, the first six months after you find out about the affair of pornography use, you are reacting to everything. I always tell my clients that is the hardest part of it all really is. That is when you are in the trenches, you are doing the hard work. Let's put it like this. You are actually, you know, in the hospital having all the surgeries, you're recuperating from the surgeries, and you're going through treacherous PT. (laughs) So the first six months are reaction. That's your stage of reaction. The next one is stage three, which is the release stage. This usually occurs between the ninth to 12th month after the affair after you find out at D-Day, so nine to 12 months. And then there's stage four, which is if you're working on your relationship, is the recommitment stage. Or if you're not working on your relationship, it's recommitment to yourself and to others, right? So it's recommitment. So let's look at the stages momentarily for like Let's break them down so you can see them in detail, okay? So the first one, stage one again, is discovery. That is day zero, D-Day, to about six weeks. Now, during this time period, in those first few weeks, after you find out about his sexual addiction, the pornography use, or the infidelity, whether it's an emotional affair or sexual affair, there are periods of time that are characterized by what's called emotional chaos, (laughs) And I know some of you are like, boy, that's an understatement. Yes, I know. But it's literally your emotions are totally whacked. You are an emotional mess. I mean, some days you can't climb out of bed. Other days you've got a whirlwind of emotions that are all over the place. They include anger, frustration, resentment. You're depressed one moment. You're sad. You might even have bouts of a little bit of happiness in there that really throws you for a loop because you're like, how can I even feel happiness when I'm in the midst of this stuff? It is like all of your emotional um, stance within yourself has the lid has been taken off and all of Pandora's box of emotions has just spilled out and they make no rhyme nor reason and they are all over the place. And during this time period, there are some that actually develop PTSD-like symptoms. 
because of the trauma due to the betrayal. And that's where we have sleeplessness. We have, you know, we cannot sleep at all. Or we have bouts of sleep where we go to sleep and can't stay asleep. Or it takes us forever to go to sleep. Um, Nightmares, flashbacks. We have moments of what I call quaking or we are severely shaking. Our body is visibly shaking and it's uncontrollable. We cannot control it and we don't know what's wrong with us. Or we have unexplained pains. All of these symptoms emerge that can be associated with PTSD. And it's important for the one who's unfaithful, when he opens up and provides details about the affair, to recognize the impact that it is having on you. So getting past that first stage of recovery, which is that first six weeks, entails closure. So what I mean by that is during that first six weeks, you need to know something about the affair. Now, it might not be a full disclosure at this point because sometimes when we are raw, when we are in complete total chaos and upheaval and both of you are in an unhealthy modality, you don't need to go into a full-blown discovery right yet. But you do need to know some details of the affair, pornography use, whatever, so that you can have a little bit of closure and know what you're up against, what you're healing from. Otherwise, you won't be able to move forward. So once the information is out in the open, once the affair is in the open, the pornography use has been laid out before you, and you've kind of discussed these things, well, then you, as the one who's betrayed, you may begin to understand why things started to happen. Now, let me just say this. If you're being blamed for the affair... If you're being blamed for the pornography use, well, then you're not going to understand it because that's not the case. This was not your fault. You did not cause it, nor can they blame you. This was their choice. This was their responsibility. They need to figure out what caused them to cross over their own moral boundaries and use this as a very unhealthy coping mechanism. So this is where you stand up for yourself and you say, nope, don't put that on me. That is your responsibility, right? But if they can come to you and say, this is why I ventured into an affair. This is why I was using the pornography use. And it wasn't accusatory. And it's a true reason. And its full responsibility is on the unfaithful. Then it's easier for you to begin to understand how things could have occurred. And then from there, once you've learned all these things, recovery can begin. Now, this is usually, again, discovery stage. This is where we're finding out all the information, all the bits and pieces. Um, and, And this is the hardest, right? That first six months is the hardest. But that first six weeks, oh, oy, oy, oy. (laughs) I can go back to that and remember, it is difficult, especially if you have a spouse that is not ending the affair, still relapsing with the pornography use. 
That is just a time that is chaotic. So recognize it's going to be a whirlwind of emotions. It's going to be difficult, but that's a great time to really reach out to a trauma-informed coach or a trauma-informed therapist who can help you start your journey of recovery so that you can start moving through these stages at a healthier state instead of trying to maneuver it on your own and really get bogged down into it. The next stage, stage two, is the reaction stage. And again, that's like that first six-month period. And again, it's the hardest. The reaction stage is literally where the grieving occurs. You are grieving the marriage itself. Why? Because it's dead. It's gone. doesn't exist anymore. The covenant has been broken. End of story. So grieving naturally has to take place. You're going to, if you're going to reconcile the marriage, you're going to be building a brand new one. So the unfaithful spouse must work diligently towards atoning for what they've done, for the sin of adultery and pornography use, sexual infidelity. And you, the betrayed spouse, must feel that they, that you are loved, that you are um, seeing him actually do the hard work to prove himself, to rebuild trust, to atone for the things that were done against you. And during this time, you must both develop a sense of empathy toward the situation that you're in. And then that's where you also look to gain stronger communication skills and to work on the marriage in and of itself. Now, I would not say that you jump into that day one. I know from trial and error, that doesn't always work very well because you're looking at two very unhealthy people that are going into a situation saying, all right, we're both unhealthy. Let's save an unhealthy relationship. Well, that doesn't always work beautiful. So what do you do? You both need to go through some recovery work of your own individually, get some healing under your belt, both separately. Then you can come back together and go into marriage counseling so that you can start working on the relationship. Can it start within the first six months, that reaction stage? Of course it can. But again, having a trauma-informed therapist or coach for you, the betrayed spouse, who can really work with you diligently to help you start to release some of this trauma, to rewire some of those negative brain thoughts that you're having, and to get some healing, and then have the unfaithful spouse work with a therapist who is a sexual addiction therapist, or coach, someone who can really move them through so they can find out their internal why as to what caused the affair in the first place or what is underlying that causes them to use pornography as that coping mechanism. That's what's needed first before you go into marriage counseling. Then you are looking at the fourth stage, which is the release stage. And again, that's that 9 to 12 12 month period. And this is where you've kind of Now uncovered through a lot of hard, diligent recovery work, you've uncovered some issues of your own that now you might look at and go, oh, these were my unhealthy things in the marriage. While no, I'm not blamed for the infidelity, but I recognize there are some things I can probably change. 
And now he is realizing these are the things that led me to the affair or pornography use. These are the things that I need to work on and heal from and change. Once you have discovered these issues that now have broken the marriage, that's when you can begin to sense that you can start to move into the forgiveness stage and forgive the affair, forgive the pornography use. And again, forgiveness in and of itself is layers, beautiful. It's not a one and done. And this is something that takes time to do. So this usually starts the release stage. This is where you're releasing some of the um, anger. You're releasing and starting to forgive little bit by little bit. I call it like peeling the layers back of an onion. So you're starting to forgive little by little by little. And you're working, both of you, toward healing the hurt and the pain that was caused due to the betrayal. Then in the last stage, that stage four, that's the recommitment stage. That usually takes place between 12 to 18 months. And at this point, you've made that conscious decision to recommit to a life together, to build a brand new relationship together. And you realize that the affair was not a defining point in your relationship, right? It was not the defining point. It only started something new for you. It didn't end the relationship, and it's not the point that you'll always look at, right? But this is actually where you look at your relationship and say, we can say that that's when we were able to start something brand new. And instead of crumbling, being destroyed by the adversity that has come against you, you both start to rise above it. You rise from the ashes of betrayal and the ashes of loss, and you start to move into a life that's redesigned, a marriage that's redesigned. There's a new significance to your relationship. You start to develop Uh, good communication skills. You start to no longer look at each other as the enemy, but you look at each other as a team. You develop uh, mechanisms of team building so that you have each other's back. You learn to problem solve together and you learn to love again. Now, these, these time periods can be kind of, you know, different for everybody. They're not set in stone. And it depends on the steps that you take forward each and every day from the day you discovered the infidelity um, moving forward and realizing that it takes time for recovery to happen. But know that change will come. Know that the pain will subside. With every stage, the pain gets lesser and lesser and lesser. Now, this includes if you are building a brand new relationship with your spouse or if the relationship was not salvageable. This also means that you are able, once again, to move forward in your own life and redesign one that's beautiful. Now, I will also say this. If you have had your spouse cheat on you more than one time, there has been more than one infidelity, more than one betrayal. Um, There has been excessive relapses of pornography. Then this timeline can be very different for you because with each indiscretion, it can elongate 
the pain and elongate the recovery time. So recognize that that time period could be a little different. So let me quickly give you some actions that can lessen the pain of infidelity. Now, again, remember I said that those first six months are the most brutal. They really, really are. So that's why it's important for you to invest in self-care to start taking care of yourself. And I'm not just talking about a mani-pedi or a massage here. I'm literally talking about investing in yourself, your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, your spiritual well-being, whatever it looks like for you, invest in yourself in each of those areas. This includes reaching out to a trauma-informed therapist or coach about the pain that you're going through. Even as you do this and as you both get healing to even look into couples coaching, relational coaching, so that you can move your marriage forward and heal that as well. Those who are trained to do this can help guide you down the path to recovery. And without those who can guide you through, you may never, never, ever be able to get past that first stage. You may stay stuck in one of those stages. And beautiful, I don't want that for you. So invest in yourself. And it's important for you to communicate about your feelings and work towards forgiveness. Forgiveness is not about them. It's about you, beautiful. It's about setting yourself free. Forgiveness is vertical. It starts between you and God first. So seek to move toward forgiveness. And then again, working with a trauma-informed therapist or coach for the long haul will give you a safe place to discuss everything that you're going through. Now, getting over the pain of infidelity, again, when I said at the beginning of the broadcast, it can take between two and five years or 18 months to five years for the pain of infidelity to fade. But just know that you can recover from infidelity and you can strengthen your relationship, your marriage, but it's going to take patience and dedication from both of you. This is where you both must work together as partners, not enemies anymore, but partners. And while this road toward recovery is more like navigating like the game Jenga, (laughs) where you're trying to navigate those blocks and you feel like it's going to crumble at any time, it can feel like that having someone by your side to help you navigate it can truly make a difference. They can help you place the blocks where they need to be and remove them where they need to be removed. And having someone who's trained can help you do that. And beautiful, if you're looking for that kind of help, the first place is to snag that deal on that devastated to determined mini course. That's your first step. And in January, I'm going to be launching a brand new program. I want you to stay tuned to that because it's coming down the pike. And this is going to be an amazing program to take you from all step one, all of these stages, all the way through to recommitment. And I'm going to help you along the way. So stay tuned. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. 
This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.